Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. the weapons that the Taliban used were the weapons that the U.S. left in Afghanistan, the goggles. I haven't seen those reports, but let me remind you, please, take the opportunity to remind you, we didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. Why is John Kirby saying that? Of course we left weapons in Afghanistan. We left thousands upon thousands upon thousands of weapons in Afghanistan. We disabled some, not all. Am I to believe that the people who couldn't withdraw properly, who left Americans behind to be taken prisoner by the Taliban, who were responsible for uh, American service members being killed, do you think I, I, I think they didn't leave weapons behind? I, I saw the photos. You did too. I have no idea what John Kirby is even pretending he is saying here what an absolutely incredible statement tony katz 93 wibc good morning meanwhile you had protesters uh, uh, arrested inside the capitol rotunda in dc led by jew-hating bigot linda sarsour remember the women's march jew-hating bigot linda sarsour and then of course you saw uh, people marching with her who were uh, Jewish and rabbis, it took them a year to figure out that this wasn't somebody they should be around. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe they were really a bigot. Some people are slow learners. Not another nickel, not another dime, no more money for Israel's crimes. Sure. Sure. Uh, there, there's a story uh, that, that I've, been, I've been listening to, yeah, and I don't get involved um, with with the news department here uh, at WIBC, but I certainly have no fear uh, of comment. Uh, the story reported by Kurt Darling over at WIBC.com that Mennonites in northern Indiana want um, Indiana lawmakers to stop sending aid uh, to, to, the, to the Middle East. They held a demonstration uh, outside the office of Congressman Rudy Yakum. Uh, we are opposed to the blanket support of violence being funded in our names. This according to Anna Johnson, a member of the local Mennonite church and, church and organizer of the demonstration. Anna, Tony Katz, hi, how, how, how are you? Um, what blanket support of violence are you referring to? Because if you don't destroy Hamas, Hamas will destroy Israel. Why are you okay with this? Your argument is a bad faith argument. We live in the real world. Hamas wants Israel dead. Why are you okay with that? Why is that acceptable? 
Is your answer there can be no response? Well, Hamas is never going to stop until Israel's destroyed and all the Jews are dead. So now what? The problem with your position, Anna Johnson, the problem with your position is that it's not based in reality. It's based in a pseudo-intellectual fantasy that somehow you can bring peace regarding people who want you dead. This isn't happening in your name, violence in your name. And while there has been money appropriated, I don't know necessarily what's gone uh, to Israel because I'm not 100% sure now what we've actually voted for. But the idea that you don't think Israel should defend itself against Hamas terrorists by ending the Hamas threat, the terrorist threat, so there can actually be peace, I'm sorry, I don't know what it is you favor. You see, with Linda Sarsour, I know what she favors. She favors the elimination of Jews. See, I know what she favors. I don't know what you favor. Then um, I, 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 I go to uh, uh, Twitter, uh, who, uh, where you've got people who think that this ruling against Donald Trump makes sense. Well, allow me to engage um, some perspective here for the people who don't understand that you can't decide that Donald Trump, you know, it can't be on a ballot when he wasn't charged with the crime and wasn't found guilty. We're discussing the difference between Americans and not. That story coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. support lawlessness the lawlessness is not trump you don't have to support trump that's that's fine you support colorado saying he's not allowed to be on the ballot you're gross i'm responding to you uh uh uh, steve there on on the twitter xbox you're just gross you're not american you don't actually believe in the constitution you're twisted as all get out I want to be as clear as possible. There's a real place in hell for you. That's how despicable a belief is that a guy who is not convicted of a crime shouldn't be allowed on the ballot because you don't like him. Who cares what you like? Who cares what you like? When did that become some level of a standard? The answer is it's not a level of a standard. But with progressives, that's what they think matters. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Colorado Supreme Court, in a 4-3 decision, says that Donald Trump is indeed in violation of the Constitution, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, regarding insurrection or rebellion against the nation. 
and therefore is disqualified from the ballot. The problem here is he was never convicted of such a crime. He's actually never been charged with that crime. You can argue that an impeachment was brought, but the Senate did not remove him from office, and that's the ball game. Where is the Supreme Court in Colorado to make this decision? Who exactly do they think they are? I didn't say you have to like Trump. I didn't say you couldn't have feelings about Trump, and you can believe all you want that Trump engaged engage in an insurrection. You then get to not vote for him. You get to vote for somebody else, which is, of course, the power that you have. And you should have. For the court to decide that you shouldn't even be, have, be able to have the right to vote, they should be able to remove him, is radical. And the four justices who did this should, by the people of Colorado, to whatever to whatever they, their, their the ability is to remove people, they should be thrown off the bench. They shouldn't be allowed to practice law. These people are disgusting. For the people who support this, understand you don't actually believe in an American way of life. You don't believe in democracy. You're the threat to democracy. You are the threat. You don't think the people should have the vote. The people shouldn't even be allowed to vote. They can't be trusted with the vote. You are the threat, you despicable animals. There are times where if we were satellite radio, this would be a lot easier. The Supreme Court should overrule the Colorado court nine to nothing. It shouldn't even be a question. It shouldn't take a second. Remember what it is we're discussing here. What we are discussing is whether or not the people should have a say. Colorado is saying no. This all plays into Trump's playbook and Trump supporters' playbooks. Look how scared you are of him. Look how afraid you are. You're making the case of, of, of how powerful he is and how much support he is. You're so afraid of him winning because you know that your candidates can't. You're willing to take him off the ballot by any means necessary, including abuse of the Constitution. It only empowers them more. Uh, Steve uh, on Twitter Knowing you're too lazy to read the post describing Section 3 proves how you choose ignorance over facts. Just how stupid must one be claiming that abiding by the Constitution is usurping the Constitution? Steve, uh, I, you, you represent a lot of people uh, who um, clearly uh, not only don't read, as, as, as you're discussing here, but don't care to. Let's, let's do this again. And, and I admit that, that I find myself taking this all rather uh, personally with, with uh, strangers on social media because we're really talking about the idea of whether or not we are a, a nation of laws or a nation of ridiculous pablum and emotion. So let's start, uh, Steve, with, with, with a baseline. I don't care if you like me. Why would I, Steve? The Constitution is clear. No person, says a 14th Amendment, Section 3. 
No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as any or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. There has been no engaging in an insurrection. You might feel that way. But we are discussing a standard by which there has been no charge and there has been no conviction. But the Supreme Court of Colorado decided that they feel a certain way, so therefore a guy shouldn't be able to be on the ballot. If you're okay with this, you don't believe in America. You believe in something else. You believe in emotional pablum over a rule of law. That's nuts. You'll note that in my system, which is, I don't know, the system, I don't deny you a way to feel. I simply deny you the ability to use your feelings as a way to influence law. The idea that you think it was an insurrection, so therefore it was, is laughable. That is the view of the king. That is the view of the dictator. So when I say, Steve, that the political left does not believe in the rule of law, when they talk about, oh, Trump's going to be your retribution, you're engaging in the retribution. You're doing what you claim Trump is going to do, actually doing it right now. This is what is, should be opposed. This isn't an American point of view. This is a radical, progressive, hateful, emotional, childlike point of view. And that's just not a way to run a country. It's not a way to run a, a country. And people who think it is, um, they've, they've kind of uh, lost their head. And you've got multiple people, including all the presidential candidates, stating quite clearly that this is a, a, an insane position for the court to take. This is Alan Dershowitz on Fox Business. For how electors are appointed. States have a great discretion in how they appoint electors. This will throw the entire system of electing president that we've now established for over 200 years into disarray. It's, it's a scandal, it's a shame. The justices who wrote this decision ought to be ashamed of themselves. It's a purely partisan ploy, and the Supreme Court ought to take this up as soon as possible and get us back to the business of electing presidents based on what the people want, not what partisans want and what they can get partisan judges to enact, which clearly violates the, the explicit terms of the Constitution itself. Yeah. Look, the, the 14th 
Amendment was intended to prevent people who engaged in the Civil War from running. That's what the purpose was. If you look at the whole amendment, yeah. it talks about the, the Civil War. It talks about slavery. It's clearly in context a one-off. It wasn't designed to replace the impeachment provisions of the Constitution, as this court absurdly ruled. Just Trump hate rots the brain. We have said so numerous times, and we prove it once again. You don't have to like the man. You can think anything you want about the man. The courts can't. The Supreme Court should overrule this, 9 nothing. Trump should be allowed to be on the ballot in Colorado. But watch the people who are fine with this ruling, because within them you have the enemy. Not only the enemy of America, but the enemy of decency. You have the people who believe in the rule of emotion rather than the rule of law. The people who support this decision by the Colorado Supreme Court are amongst the most dangerous. And the ones claiming that Trump will do this, that, and the other, these people are already doing it. Matt Bear has traffic. Northbound 37, a little bit slow from Edgewood Avenue up to 465 because of construction. Traffic sponsored by Pierce Jewelers and Carmel. Show your true love and spoil her with that one special Christmas gift from Pierce Jewelers that says, I love you. Remember, shop local, shop smart. Shop Pierce Jewelers and Carmel. I'm Matt Bear with traffic on the fives. Follow us at WIBC Traffic. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz. That's me, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news. Presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC, the Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show. Sundays at 9 a.m. on WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow Futures down 59. NASDAQ Futures down 42 there was a a story about this economist it was the new york post that had the story and i I thought you know sometimes you'll do things because you want the clicks do not listen to your financial advisor 2024 will be the quote biggest single crash year in our lifetimes oh well that's pleasant uh this is uh harry dent is is the name making uh, the 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 argument here that uh, things are uh, really bad and they're about to get uh, really worse. Now, I am somebody who certainly takes a look at this idea that everything's fine and everything's on, on the upswing. I don't think the numbers say that. But it, it, the idea that the market is this uh, is confusing as can be, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I only hope I've been honest and clear about this. Dent states since 2009, this has been 100% artificial. Unprecedented money printing and deficits. $27 trillion over 15 years to be exact. This is off the charts, 100% artificial, which means we're in a dangerous state I think 2024 is going to be the biggest single crash year we'll see in our lifetimes. Now, he's saying, quote, I'm the guy that's praying for a crash while everybody else is not. We need to get back to normal. We need to send a message to central banks. Now, I would argue 
Why would a central bank listen? It's what people want. Print money, spend money, print money, spend money. I, I, I don't like it. I want it to stop. I don't see how it goes forward. But, dear Lord, they keep wanting this. Do I know if there's going to be a crash? I have no idea. and I don't know if you're going to listen to this guy or not. What, what I know is this idea that everything is, is, is fine is peculiar. Then there's this, where my confusion comes back. Interest rates have fallen again. 30-year fix right now is 6.83%, but mortgage demand did not go up. Mortgage demand is not up. It actually fell compared to the previous week, even though the rates are down. The average 30-year fixed rate for conforming loan, so not a jumbo loan, so 726000 or less, was at 6.83%, under 7%. But people aren't getting the loans. And I think this is, of course... Supply and demand being very real, there isn't much supply, and housing prices are still too high. Even if you want to buy a house, the prices are just too dang high. And that's a story, for sure. Then there was this, uh, that the people over at OutKick, they're, they're not dropping YouTube but full shows will now be uh, on their website and not on YouTube. So it, it, it brings a, a, a question. Is YouTube, if you're somebody who creates video content, a, a, a must? Is it a must place to be? Is it the only way to find anyone? And can you survive without it? Now, the answer has to be no, you, 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 you don't have to have it. And you need more sources, you need more ways, you need more places. But it is so clear that YouTube dominates not only as a as a hub for content, but as a search engine. That to say, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna be putting things here, it, it says a lot. It, it it says we're willing to forego a fair amount of cash. It says we're willing to build out, you know, our, our these these other venues and hope beyond hope that we get the audience there. How bifurcated can people be? You know, it's the same thing with streaming services. Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Peacock, Amazon, the Paramount. How many can someone put up with? I think the same thing is true regarding um, uh, where, where one gets content. How much can people put up with? How many places can they go before it starts to to do damage? But if YouTube is not going to be in the business of actual supporting of content, even if they disagree, well then, well then one has to leave, right? This push-pull doesn't have an easy answer. If you're trying to to grow content and, and 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 get an audience. And, you know, of course, I, I, I use Rumble, 
But even Rumble ain't perfect. I'm just curious whether or not there's going to the, the, the shifts can really continue. I think it's interesting that a group that has popularity like Outkick is trying to make this move as well. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. At some point, Trump has to take some responsibility for helping foment a violent assault on an official act of Congress. It's just not feasible to let something like that slide. This is a drop in the bucket of accountability, but it's something. That's an actual tweet that was sent to me as uh, Colorado Supreme Court in a 4-3 decision says Trump can't be on the ballot because of insurrection. My response is, if the people want to hold him responsible, quote-unquote, they can do so by not voting for him. If you think the court in Colorado should hold him responsible, quote-unquote, without a charge, trial, or conviction, then you're a dangerous ideologue. Uh, that's, that's the case. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. We're not going to agree to disagree. The people okay with what Colorado have done are wrong. Wrong. I'm, I, I, I'm happy to have this fight. I'm happy to engage it. It is despicable. You are not in any way rational Americans. You have given up rationality. You have given up the Constitution. You are emotional children. And you shouldn't be allowed to operate heavy machinery. That's how gross you are. You don't like Trump. You think Trump's a bad guy. You think Trump did something wrong. Don't vote for him. The court saying he can't be on a ballot is an emotional response. The man has not been charged. The man has not been convicted. He was not removed from office after impeachment. The court has no place to engage this. Try to keep other people for voting for him, from voting for him, I should say. That's not the role of the court. This decision in Colorado should be overturned 9 nothing. And the people who support what Colorado, the Colorado Supreme Court have done, has done, they should be ashamed of themselves. You are dangerous, radical ideologues. We should know your names. Luckily, you're just you're just putting it out there for us to to to, to see. Unbelievable to watch this uh, happen. Then there's the story of news deserts. This is a story about the fact that there are media layoffs everywhere. Newspapers are going out of business. Broadcast, print, and digital outlets saw 2,681 journalism jobs cut in 2023. Up 48% from 2022 and 77% from 2021. Let me say, for the record, the vast majority of those jobs, uh, not journalists. Not journalists. And as for the idea of news deserts, um, thank goodness for talk radio. Thank goodness for talk radio to fill in the gaps. And the gaps are massive because the amount of journalism out there is, well, it's, it's, it's minimal. 
to say the least. We will be discussing on Tony Katz today more about uh, Trump being taken off the ballot. We will get in to deeper parts of this. This uh, learning that Jeffrey Epstein's associates will be revealed in court documents. 177 associates. And uh, just like we're seeing with, um, you know, the interest rates are down, but people aren't applying for mortgages. Homicides are down across the country. Auto theft is up. But of course, the argument is people don't feel safe and they've got an argument to make. How come people want to ignore it? Is that the is that the rational point of view? And then there's this. The Indiana Daily Student is the student newspaper there in um at at IU. And there was a story that I talked about from an op-ed uh guy named Jared Quigg who's a socialist. It, it, admittedly socialist who believes that you have to free Palestine and Israel is the problem. Well, I had heard stories that people responded to this, but uh, the, they responded to this uh, op-ed in, in the Indiana Daily Student on the campus of IU, but their op-eds did not get printed. Their responses to this uh, commentary from Jared Quigg, uh, who is a, a socialist and anti-capitalist, it w- wasn't printed. And as it turns out, um, it turns out that the uh, Indiana Daily Student did not print the responses. And it's very possible because Jared Quigg runs the opinion section. He didn't want anybody speaking out against his opinion and didn't allow them uh, to be uh, to be heard. I will be reading in full one of those responses. And certainly, if you are on, uh, if you know anybody on the IU campus or the Ball State campus or the Purdue campus or the Butler campus or any campus where they're not able to speak out because they happen to support Israel, I'll read it on air. But I think the bigger story here is that the Indiana Daily Student might have a lot to answer for if they're not allowing a free flow and exchange of ideas and purposefully keeping some opinions quiet. And I, I wonder whether or not that's something they discuss, they engage, whether or not they care, and whether or not Pam Witten, the president of IU, is even aware. And, and, and I must state, um, we talk about uh, what's happening at, at Harvard and these other places. Indiana has not shown itself to be a real bastion of uh, of uh, of freedom on these subjects and speaking out against Hamas, not saying other people can't talk, but just not responding to it. I'll get into that on Tony Katz today at noon.